Good evening and welcome to the Ambivert with me, Zoe. So I finally got around to recording. Sorry that it took so long. Schoolwork has just been insane lately. We've been in school for like a month, at least I have, so we're just starting to get into the workflow. But as you guys can probably tell from the title, today we are going to be talking about making your own happiness. And I think this is really relevant, especially in what's going on today and with even going back to school, if you're a student, if you're a teacher, or if there's a lot of change going on in your life. For me right now, I just switched schools and I'm lucky enough to be doing a hybrid. It's been very, very hard for me to meet people that I feel like I really connect with. And so that's caused me to do a lot of seeking other people's approval. And then when I'm not really getting the reaction that I've hoped for, I get kind of sad and down on myself. And I think that it's so important that you're not basing your happiness off of what other people are doing or off of external factors that you can't control because then you're never going to be able to be happy. So let's get into the topics. First things first, I kind of want to talk a little more about what inspired me to do this topic because as of now, this is something that is really, really big in my life and something that's really, really important to me. Lately, like I said, I just have been relying a lot on other people and it's just really things have not been going the way that I've been hoping them to go in the social aspect, which of course is disappointing, but I think you have to take in other factors as well. As you guys can tell from the title of this podcast, I am an ambivert. If you don't know what that means, it means that like you're an introvert and you're an extrovert. So I am definitely more of an introvert, but I still definitely am an extrovert as well. And I need like anyone, you want friendships, you want people that you connect with. And lately I've just been drifting from my friends at my old school, just haven't really met a lot of people in my new school. And that's just all been really, really affecting me. And I've been basing my happiness off of what other people are doing, not off of things that I can control. First, when we're addressing the topic of happiness and making our own happiness, you need to define what happiness is for you. And it needs to be a controllable goal or a controllable aspect. So if you're thinking about happiness, And you're like, my happiness is going to depend on whether Susie brings in mint chocolate chip ice cream and shares it with me. And then Susie brings in chocolate ice cream and shares it with Amber. I feel like we're in second grade. But that's not something that you can control. That's not something that is plausible and is going to help you. And something that you're actually going to be able to obtain. So... For me, happiness is, I have a little morning routine that really helps me set the tone for my day. So happiness for me, or at least what I'm trying to get it to be, is focusing on myself. So that may seem very, very vague, but for me, it's doing my morning routine because that puts me in a really good mindset, especially with this crazy COVID environment. When I go out of my way to talk to other people, not depending on the response, just going out of my comfort zone and living in the moment. Those are the three things that give me happiness. So setting routines, going out of my comfort zone, 
and living in the moment. Those are all things that I can control. And those are things that you might want to think about. So first, how do you figure out that you're not making your own happiness? One really, really big sign is that you feel the need to please everyone. You all know what that feels like. We've all had that time where we've just really wanted this one person to like us. Or we've really wanted this one person to be proud of us and accept us. And we would do anything for that. But if you, and of course, it's natural to feel that way, but if you feel that way about every single person all the time, and then when you don't gain that approval, you start to feel agitated or upset, that is a huge sign that you are not making your own happiness. Another factor, and again, this isn't always the case, but is that you either hate being alone or you're constantly looking for relationships or other people to be around. This shows that you don't want to be alone with yourself. And how can you be happy with yourself if you're not getting to know yourself? The third really big sign is that you aren't doing something that you really enjoy. Or you don't have like solo or individual hobbies. And by that, I mean that you're always doing something with someone else. And again, if you're a huge introvert or you just have a lot of anxiety, maybe that might be the case. And maybe you are happy with yourself. But if you're more of an extrovert or you're more of an ambivert, then not having things that you can go into alone or for anyone, just things that you're not enjoying is just it's really going to weigh you down. And in the long run, it's just not going to be good, not only for your mental health, but for your physical health. And lastly, when things go bad, you constantly turn to other people to give you support because this shows that you're not really self-reliant and you don't really trust yourself. And of course, it's always good, you know, to get someone else's advice, but you still need to have that sense of, okay, I can do this. Again, in really understanding happiness, you need to understand the root of happiness. And this is very, very specific to each person. Like for me, I am just a natural people pleaser. I just want everyone to like me. And I'm constantly, another thing that I really want to talk about later in this podcast is I'm constantly comparing myself to others. There was like a friendship that I had and it really just stemmed from that. And so that's where it came from for me. But for you or for your sibling or for your neighbor, it's probably going to be something completely different. Overall, when I was researching, I found two or three like big things that I saw a lot. So the first one that I found was think of all the external influences that you have in relation to social media and movies. When you think happiness, you instantly think is, oh, happiness with a significant other. Oh, I have a ton of friends. Oh, I'm popular. I have this set of skills. A lot of times it's either look what I can do for you or look what you can do for me. Another factor is if you've had an abusive relationship in the past, because again, that causes a lot of psychological damage. Another thing that I found is that as children, we naturally want to please our parents or our guardians because in turn, we'll normally get rewarded in some way. So let's say that, you know, you're a third grader and you studied so hard for this test because you just want your dad to be proud of you. And so you get the 100. And then what do you get when you get home? You get praise. Oh, you did so well. 
Like you can have a treat or maybe you can get that toy that you wanted. Obviously, this probably isn't going to be for like one test, but let's say that overall in the year you get like all A's. So you naturally want that feeling of, oh, look, look what I did. Look, aren't you proud of me? And a lot of people will grow out of that, but a lot of people also don't. And then this was a reason that I was kind of thinking about. Obviously, this isn't to like out anyone or this isn't like coming at anyone, but this was definitely the case for me is that you can't find happiness within yourself because you don't want to address your inner problems. I feel like a lot of people don't talk about this, but when you're going on a self journey, I guess, it's going to get worse before it gets better. It definitely gets better, but you have to address all of that stuff that's been building up and building up and building up over time that you've been ignoring. And that is hard to do because when you're finding happiness, you need to look deep inside yourself. You need to be like, okay, what makes me happy? If I was like all alone, what would I do? What would make me happy? Yeah, to do that, you need to really look a little deeper. So now that I've talked about, you know, addressing it, and all of the possible factors. Let's talk about the steps that you can actually take to be in this better mindset. This is something that I would 100% recommend, and I know that there are a lot, a lot of people talking about this, but journaling. I was never a big, I don't think I started journaling until eighth grade. You don't have to journal all the time. Normally, what I do is I really only journal when I'm really stressed about something or I really need to get something off my chest and I don't want to talk about it with someone else. And writing it all down, one, there's a 42% chance that you're more likely to reach your goals if you write them down. But going back into clearing your mind just helps you get everything out in front of you and you can really see where you want to go from there. It really puts everything into perspective and it does help you get to know yourself a lot better, which is definitely going to help when you're trying to define happiness and trying to make your own happiness. Another thing, I know that it's extremely hard in COVID, but finding new hobbies that you actually enjoy. So don't just do something because your friend is doing it or your significant other is doing it. Do things that you want to do because even if they might not be cool For example, I am into theater. I like to sing. I like to perform. So even though that may not necessarily be like the coolest thing to do, I guess, it is something that makes me really happy. And you make friendships, as cheesy as it sounds, you make friendships that you really don't expect. And when you're doing things that you actually enjoy, you're going to be happy. And when you see your progress with that, you're going to be even happier. And you're going to be like, wow, I did this. This was all me. And that is definitely going to fuel your inner happiness. What is so important is making a designated time each week to spend completely by yourself. And it doesn't have to be a day. It doesn't have to be like 10 hours. But if it's just like a two hour time period where maybe you just get out of the house a little bit, maybe you go on a walk by yourself or you journal, you do one of the things above or you work on your hobby. Because that's what's really going to put you in that good mindset. And again, it's going to fuel you to be like, wow, okay, I'm doing this. I've created this routine. Then you're going to build off of that. And making routines are so essential if you want to reach your goals, which is another key part of happiness. Because this may sound weird to say, but of course, 
you can get happiness from failure because it shows that you're trying. But who wants to experience failure over success? Of course, we need failure to experience the joy that comes with success. But I don't think a lot of people would choose failure. I, I know that I probably wouldn't. So if you're able to set these routines, they'll help you reach your goals. And again, that will result in your inner happiness. Another thing is when things are getting tough, see if you can figure it out by yourself first. I'm not saying keep it all bottled up because that is the absolute. This isn't even in relation to happiness. But if there is one thing that you take away, do not bottle up your feelings. It is so bad. It is so unhealthy. And you just feel so much better when you talk it out. 100% guarantees that you feel better once you talk it out. This is also in in relation to the hobbies, but make sure that you're listening to yourself and making decisions that are best for you. And this is so much harder said than done. I know that you want to just go out with your friends and like, let's say that, and this is just a small example. Let's say that your friend wants to get a group of girls together to go shopping and it's you and like five other girls or just five other people in general. But there is one other person that hangs out with you guys that for some reason wasn't invited. Now, at first it may be like, okay, well, how is this making a decision that's best for me? But do you really want to be involved in that mess later on? When that person finds out that they weren't invited and that everyone else went and that no one told them or even worse, let's say that someone did tell them and now they're mad at all of you. You're now in a really, really bad situation. And so just make decisions that you know in the long run will make you feel good and will keep you out of messy situations. And then three more things. Accept responsibility for your feelings that you are the one who controls how you feel. This is going to give you a sense of power and it gives you a feeling of being in control. So for example, let's say that you just had a terrible day. Things went so bad at work or at school. You thought that your deadline was a week from today, but it was actually today and you had to rush to finish your assignment. And let's say that you got into a fight with your friend and you've come home and you're just feeling awful. And you're like, it's been the worst day that I've had in a while. I don't know what to do. Think instead, okay, I'm feeling upset. I'm feeling angry. I'm feeling really tired maybe because you had to write a whole thing in the span of two hours that should have taken you another week. Maybe you're feeling very, very anxious and worried because you don't know how that report's going to go. Think, okay, well, it's in the past. And yeah, I am sad. I am upset. But you know what? There are things that I can do to make myself feel better. And I think going back to journaling, it's also really, really important to have a go-to list of things to do when you feel down because it is so easy. And this again relates to my next point to just want to sit in your sorrow. I know that I do it. I just want to lie down on my bed and listen to some sad music, stare out the window because who wants to listen to happy music when they're sad? But you have to be like, okay, I'm responsible for getting myself out of this and then actually do the things that you have planned. And it's so much easier to do those things when you have them in a physical form, whether that be in a note on your phone or in a physical journal. Because a lot of times when you're sad, also you're gonna be trying to think of things and they're just not gonna come. Or when you're thinking about it, it's just gonna make you feel worse. But when you see it, you're like, okay, 
I know what to do. I know the steps that I can take. Lastly, positive affirmations are so important. If you want to make your own happiness, you need to love yourself. And that's just a fact. No one who's happy with themselves, no one who's making their own happiness is like, dang, I really hate myself. Life sucks. I can never do anything right. And then just be like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy today. (laughs) Um, In terms of making their own happiness, that's just not going to happen. One thing, if you're into meditation, I would definitely recommend the Honest Guys meditation. They have really, really short videos. Personally, I can't really meditate for more than 10 minutes. They have a positive affirmations. Oh man, that's kind of hard to say. They have a positive affirmations five minute video that I love to do. It really does help you see yourself in a positive light. And even though it may not seem like it's working in the moment, it's going to work over time. And again, when you're viewing yourself in a more positive light, you're able to become more happy with yourself, which in turn, you guessed it, allows you to make your own happiness. This is where we're going to end off for today. I really hope that there was at least one thing that I said that you're going to really take into consideration. And I hope that this helped you out. It definitely helped me to research and it definitely helped me to, you know, just talk about it because to be quite honest, I haven't been implementing a lot of these things the past few weeks because I've, like I said, I've been sitting in my sorrow and the more that I was talking about it, the more that I was thinking about, wow, I really need to change because it's going to, in the long run, it's going to make me a lot happier. So I hope you had a good night and I hope that you are able to find happiness in yourself. See you in the next episode.